my motto. Mm. You fight on. All right. I don't have a choice. Some people got other people to lay back on. But what about when you're in the house and everybody's looking at you? What are we going to do? That's all I have to do. I don't have a choice. Failure has never been an option for me. All right. Come on. It's never been an option for me. I've never had a place where I can go back and sit, sit down, kick my feet up and say, you drive for a minute. God has never placed me in that position. I've had to fight on. If I don't do it, it don't get done. You fight on. What else are you going to do? Lay in the bed and do what? It's still going to be there in the morning. It's still going to be there in the morning. Now what? So then fight until you go to sleep. And then when you wake up, you do it again. I go through the same issues everybody else goes through. I just have somebody now that, that can pray with me or pray for me. I have my wife to do it. But you fight, saints. You fight. And you continue to fight. I had a back issue. I couldn't even get out of bed. Never hurt me before in my life. Maybe about, what, two years ago? No, it was 17. So about three years ago almost. I had to roll out. I had to listen, legitimately roll out of bed in low crawl to the bathroom. What are you going to do? You going to sit there? You fight on. You fight on. And then you say, Lord, stand me up like a man. Put me back on my feet, Lord. Put me back on my feet. Give me solid ground again. Fight. Saints, you continue to fight. Because once you get to heaven, we can high five the Lord. And we can say, guess what, Lord? I fought. I fought. I fought. I fought him all the way, Lord. I fought him all the way. Yep, sometimes I got to take a knee. And sometimes, a lot of the times, I got to borrow praise. But for a majority of the time, I have to fight. Everybody don't know your mental battles that you go through. Just because you're smiling on the outside. You're trying to muster praise on the outside. So I get it. I get it. Fight. Continue to fight. And when you can't do it, go find Joshua and Aaron to hold your hands up to maybe help fight for you. Fight, saints. Fight. I'm sorry. But that is in my spirit. You fight. And you continue to fight. If you go down, then knock some stuff off the shelf with you.
Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Let the Lord have a reading, I mean, a blessing and reading of my word. Amen. All right, thanks for the interest of time. I know we absorbed some of that. So we're going to get into the reading of God's, reading of God's word. If my brother was here today, these are the words you hear him say. I'm so It doesn't take all of that. My 
brother, it takes all of this and then some. All right, it does. I don't know about their imagination of heaven, but what do you think we're going to do once we get to heaven? But the Lord says, you know, in my father's house there are many mansions. That, that is a parable, but it's not that you have an address and that there's a upstairs and a downstairs and there's a pool and there's someone that's going to come cut your grass. It's not that type of a, of a mansion. You know, where that the Lord has a meeting and like, hey, well, you know, if y'all can make it, I really would like for y'all to attend. Yes, it's going to be a place that's not like where we are at now, obviously. But we'll be around the throne praising the Lord. Right. All the live long day. They say in heaven, there is no sun. Because his glory is bright enough. Isn't that pretty cool? Yes. To be able to see that. To be able to go back and see your loved ones, the real form of them. You know, I think that's, I think that would be, I think that would be heavenly. But I digress. I digress. <clears throat> and I have two glasses, but one is a little bit better than the other. So, <laughs> so we're going to get into it. Okay. The immortal words of another pastor. Let's go to work. All right. So we're going to go to John, the 11th chapter. I know we read 38 through 40, uh, I think it was 40, but we're going to go from 11 uh, chapter to verse 1. Verse, verse 1. John 11 and 1. Get there.
disciples, let us go, uh, let us also go that we may die with him. 17. Uh, when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave, what, four days already. And that was intentional. He could have made it there before then, but this was intentional. Now, Bethany, which was nigh unto Jerusalem, about 15 forlongs, that's about almost two miles away. So it was saying that really it was really close, Bethany and Jerusalem. And many of the Jews came uh, to Martha and Mary uh, to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Martha sat still in the house. Then, or Mary rather, sat still in the house. 21, then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. That is what? Faith for sure. 23, Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall, what? Rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. So she knew about the resurrection. So Christ was already talking to her about what? The resurrection. So she was thinking about then. I know he shall rise, what? In the resurrection. If he was already in heaven, she would say, well, I know he'll be in heaven. But she knew what? He will rise in the resurrection. So she knew that, you know, he was not there. Uh, okay. So let's see. But even though thou... Okay. Sorry, I lost my place there for a minute. 25. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the what? Life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had said so, or had so said, she went uh, her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The Master is come, and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus said, uh, now Jesus was not yet coming to the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then went where went which were with her in the house had comforted her. When they saw Mary, <clears throat> that she rose up hastily, <clears throat> excuse me, and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth into the grave to weep there. Thirty-two. When uh, then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled. 34, and saith, where have ye laid him? I thought that was paradox. Where did you lay him? So he comes here, he sees these people crying and weeping. He's seen what funerals before. I'm pretty sure that wasn't the first funeral that he's seen. But here's something different. They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus what? He wept. We don't see too many times in the Bible where the writer specifically points that out. I'm pretty sure that's not the first time they've seen a, the, the Lord cry, probably. Or maybe cry openly, you know. I know when he was praying, you know, he was crying, you know, but they were great tears and sweat as well. <clears throat> but here's one where he was really having compassion on the people. 36 says, Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him, and 
And some of them said, Could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, coming to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, what? Take the stone away. And in some translations, in the new, I mean, the living translation, it says what? Roll the stone away. That's paramount. Roll the stone away. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, but this time he what? Stinketh. For he hath been dead four days. And Jesus is probably saying, look, how many times are people going to keep telling me that this guy has been dead for four days? <clears throat> Forty goes on to say, Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou should see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I know that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot, with grave clothes, <clears throat> and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, what? Loose him. And what? Let him go. <clears throat> May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Mm. Now, yes, that was pretty lengthy, right? About two hours right there reading that. But <clears throat> I wanted to give some sort of context to the message of rolling the stone away. Let's go ahead and rip the bedhead off. Rolling the stone away <clears throat> represents the hard spots in your life, the strongholds in your life. Okay, the uncertainties in your life, the dead places in your life, the fears of your life, right. the lukewarm or smoldering places in your life. This is rolling the stone away. But the only way to do that, remember, you have to take part in this recipe. You have to do something. What was the first thing God told them when he got up there? Where is he? So they take him. All right. Remember, everything with the Lord is what? Spiritual. It's not physical. He came in a physical body to physical people, but everything he spoke was what? Spirit. He says, the words I speak to you are what? I didn't say it. You think God is what two-faced it? If I'm telling you something, it's spiritual. I'm giving you a parable so you can search the answer out. Because some things you can't get unless they're in what? Parable form. And then he says, some things I speak plainly to you, like he did with his disciples. That's why he had to let Thomas know, look here, man, he's dead. Like, somebody go get Thomas? <laughs> right? There's always that one you got to slow the class down for, right? <laughs> Believe me, I know. Okay? I do it for a living as well. So you have to slow it down for that one. Like, look here, Thomas. All right? So the words the Lord said that he spoke, they were spirit in their life. Okay, Thomas is dead, right? So, did God raise Thomas? Lazarus was dead. Did God raise Lazarus for Lazarus? No. Lazarus is already dead. <laughs> what sense would that make? I'm already, if you believe. 
believe in what some people believe in. You die here and you go straight to heaven, right? To be absent from this body, to be present with the Lord. Let's take it out of context. And I'm going to show you. Okay, so to be absent from here, from the body, is to be present with the Lord, Paul said. All right, so Lazarus was dead. So then where was he? If you believe in that theory, he would, he would have been where? With the Lord, right? So I'm sitting up there chilling with God in heaven, having a grand time. And then here's Jesus like, hey, man, I need you to come on back down here. What? Elijah's up there chilling, right? He's, he's doing his thing, and someone taps him on the shoulder while he's up there partying. Hey, man, the Lord didn't talk to you. Okay, he'd be on the phone like, hey, man, I need you to come on back down here. What? I got another mission for you. And you're going to die again, right? And you got to come back over here. Does that really make sense? I'm just using my sanctified imagination. To be absent from this world is to be present with the Lord. You really think that? That's why the Lord says, no, he's sleeping. He was not there yet. He's sleeping. But even if he still slept, okay, what was happening? I didn't do it for Lazarus' sake. Because Lazarus wouldn't have known the better. Or the worse. I did it for the people that were around. To let you know, number one, that I have the power over death. One, well, let me go back to that should be number two. Number one is that God gets the glory. Okay? To show you the glory and the power of God. Number two is to let you know that I have the power over death. These things are spiritual. The dead places in your life, the Lord was trying or is trying to resurrect. To bring life to those places. But what do you have to do first? Roll the stone away. You have to do that's why he told them, roll the stone away. First thing she said, well, Lord, you know he's been dead for four days. He's like, really? Didn't, didn't I just talk to you and ask you if you believe you would see the glory of God? And she goes, yes. Okay. Roll the stone away. And obviously, so it wasn't so much about Lazarus coming out. We knew that the Lord could do it. It was for those individuals that were around. Rolling away the stone signifies you taking these issues of uncertainties, dead and lukewarm places, to the Lord. However, it requires some action on our part in order to do it. God gave Noah the warning, right, and the instructions, but Noah had to build the boat. God parted the Red Sea, right? But Moses first had to do what? Lift up his staff and stretch out his hands over the sea and divide it. You have to do some work as well. All right. You have to do what? Roll the stone away. You got to roll the stone away in your life. The Lord provided manna in the wilderness. But the children of Israel had to do what? Pick it up. Because they okay, I'm going to give it to you, but I'm not going to feed it. There's another message I had a while back. It was called Flip the Switch. Flipping the switch is, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, that lives within us, utilizing that power. I just put it in that form. You know, it's like the electric company. The electric company is going to give you the power, but they're not going to do what? Flip the switch. That's up to you to do. It's the same thing with the Lord. That's free. I can use that. The Lord, 
grave and showed me where I said that you weren't my treasured possession. Take me to the place where I said that your children wouldn't be saved. I've never said that. But we have to roll the stone away. Yes, that can be coupled with our faith. We have to have faith in the Lord. And that he will do that. But the first thing you have to do is what? Roll the stone away. You have to do something. Lord, I want to be healed. I want deliverance from this. I want this stronghold broken. It's going to happen. But you need to roll the stone away. Sometimes we have to do it daily. Sometimes we have to do it daily. Like, man, who rolled that back? Because, what, the devil's not trying to give up the ground. He's not. Remember, he's on his job. They travel in pairs. You don't see two demons arguing with doesn't happen. We do it. Right? Saints, we argue all the time with each other. But in his territory, they are a well-oiled machine. Because they have a purpose. Not that we don't have a purpose, but they're living their purpose each and every day. They're on it. As soon as you close your eyes, and as soon as you wake up, they're right there. We have to live purposefully in that same knowledge that we have the authority over them as they're living in the knowledge that what? They're trying to gain authority over you. It's daily. Yes, we get tired. That's what I was alluding to earlier. Pray. You pray one for another. I'm only here because what? My mother and my grandmother and people pray for me and my wife prays for me. You don't know who's praying for you. Or who prayed in that sense for you? We have to pray for each other. That's what it takes. At what point do you stop praying for your pastor? Watch mm out. -hmm. I've never seen when, when, when churches fail or collapse or whatever. That's an issue. That's an issue. How could that church collapse and fail if the church is praying for the pastor? See, everybody was praying for this one individual. 